0: your eyes to the skies it's time for Space out on 95 bfm thanks to the Stardome observatory and planetarium come in josh from the Stardome. kilda how's it going it's good you sound like you're having a little chuckle there to yourself
1: oh, i'm actually just walking in the park oh, so yes. oh nice yeah. man great day
0: <laughs> for getting some fresh air
1: Oh it's stunning
0: yeah mm. uh, Good time of the year for gazing at the stars as well
1: Yeah we're finally getting like clearer weather which is quite nice and mm-hmm. just, Yeah shorter nights but yeah clearer weather which is always better
0: Have you had an opportunity in the last couple of weeks to turn the telescope on at the stardome and gaze at yeah, the Yeah
1: we, we have actually yeah we've been quite booked out with our big Zeiss telescope um, It's been pretty popular so yeah book in while you can
0: yeah, nice one. Now, um, the big, the big big news of the week is the James Webb Telescope has returned some incredible images of the Pillars of Creation. I think most people should be familiar with the Pillars of Creation. They're like mm. the most spacey and sci-fi, I guess, star-filled cloud.
1: That... Yeah, I, it's it's probably like the most well-known image of space. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was first taken by an amazing photo of it back in the 90s by Hubble, um, and it kind of instantly became this icon of space. I think if you show anyone, they would have seen it before in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, James Webb has now snapped a brand new photo of that nebula, um, and it's just so much more detailed than that Hubble one. It kind of makes Hubble's one pale in comparison. Um, and you, know, you can see thousands as opposed to hundreds of stars and just... Extreme clarity, you know, so this really extreme high definition photo of this beautiful nebula, which is just absolutely stunning.
0: Like, can you give us some scale on the size of the thing? How big is it?
1: So we're talking like hundreds of light years across because, you know, all the stars that you can see in this photo, you know, each of those stars is their own little solar system um, and the space between, you know, those stars is several light years. So their structures are just, they're mammoth structures in space, much, much bigger than, you know, our entire solar system. Mm. Um, And, you know, we're seeing thousands of them in this one photo. Um, So it's it's really incredible. It's quite hard to kind of, you know, wrap your head around the scale of those things when you see them like that.
0: What are all the gassy looking bits that you can see in the image the orange
1: yeah so the, the kind of dark nebulous area so that's basically you're seeing solar systems being made so gravity's pulling all that stuff together making stars um, and kind of shrouding these baby stars within that kind of gas mm. and dust um, so we're, we're literally looking at, you know, planets and stars being formed and thousands of them in just this one single photo. And this is, you know, this is a small part. Of, it's a big area, but it's a really small part of the galaxy. Yes. Um, and this this happens everywhere, but this is kind of one of the most spectacular looking nebula that there is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've we've just never been able to, able to just kind of see through that dust like James Webb can. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's an incredible new view that we've just never had before.
0: What are the parts of the nebula that look like molten lava? What's going on there?
1: Yeah, so they're kind of superheated areas. Um, that's where you're getting brand new stars that have just formed. So a star's probably collapsed within those really bright areas. You're mm. seeing that kind of infrared light um, from these, you know, superheated baby stars. Um, and around those stars, you get all this dust, which is forming planets, so that you know creates heaps of friction. Um, so yeah, you kind of you're literally seeing. Stars and planets kind of being formed in every stage within their life, mm-hmm. um, which is incredible. And, we, you know, we couldn't see this in Hubble photos because it was just kind of hidden behind the dust. Um, but, yeah, Webb can just peer right through that really mm. easily.
0: Over over the course of millions of years, will, will there be more solar systems like ours forming in this region?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, stars and planets, they're being formed by the thousands every second. Mm. Um, And the kind of cool thing about this... Hang on,
0: hang on. Stars and planets (laughs) are being formed every second?
1: Oh, every every second or throughout the universe, there's dozens and dozens of, you know, stars being formed and then planets being formed around those stars. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, black holes are being formed every second, too, in the universe. Um, But within, yeah, our galaxy, several dozen at any given point.
0: If I was going to jump in my spaceship and go pew pew over to the pillars of creation, how long would it take me?
1: Uh, they're about, I think, 6,000 light years. Um, so you couldn't do it in a spaceship, but okay. if you could somehow yeah, travel at the speed of light, it's going to take you 6,000 years oh, to get there. Man, so
0: I need to make some sort of spaceship that opens yeah, a hole you know, in walk, time.
1: Walk drive or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Damn. Man, it's so far away. It looks so yeah, close it, in the it, photo, though.
1: Well, cosmologically, it's it's kind of close in you know astronomical terms, but mm. yeah, to human terms, it's extremely far away.
0: Yeah. Wow. Now, what sort of science is coming out of this new photo that the James Webb has um, dished up for us?
1: Well, one of the really cool things um, is we've you know we've been comparing this to the Hubble photo, and because Hubble took that you know famous photo about thirty years ago, um, we've actually tracked the changes in the nebula in those thirty years, so we can actually see. You know these brand new stars that we saw thirty years ago. We can now see these jets that have been thrown out from the stars. We can measure and track how fast they've been moving. We can actually see like really subtle changes in that nebula, Hmm. Um, and that's simply because you know we've been observing it for thirty years. So yeah, there's a lot of um, a lot of science around stellar evolution and planetary formation that we're going to get out of this. Yes, Um, and it's just yeah something that we have we couldn't do with Hubble alone.
0: Are there materials and substances unknown to us? in this region of space
1: oh, honestly i mean probably <laughs> i think there are so many unknowns in space hmm. um, and there's going to be a lot of science that comes out from where you know new discoveries that we didn't know um but yeah even if there's you know no new per se discoveries from this one area it's just a really cool photo to oh take man with, it's know, so good like that. yeah man, i need it's this poster
0: that. on my wall
1: There's like a super um, high-res version on NASA's website. It makes a great uh, background on your laptop.
0: Oh, wow. Amazing. That's a hot tip, actually. Um, Yeah. Is that nasa.gov? That's where we go? Yeah, just
1: NASA's main page. You'll see it on the front page. You can download a high-res version.
0: Okay. Amazing. Now, what's next in space news? Are we talking about a total lunar eclipse? It's going to be visible. Yeah, so we have
1: a... um what we'll call blood moons. We've got a lunar eclipse next week Hmm. um, and it's a total lunar eclipse. So the moon's basically passing fully into the Earth's shadow. It happens over several hours, turns red. Um, I think we had a partial one, I think it was last year, um, but we haven't had a full one for a few years. Hmm. Um, And we won't get another one until I think 2025. Wow. Um, So yeah, this is kind of the last lunar eclipse we're going to have for a few years. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully, hopefully it is clear skies. Um, And that's next next Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, basically.
0: I stayed up and watched one, I, I felt like it was about 9 or 10 o'clock uh, one night, and it happened quite quickly. I was very surprised how how fast the shadow moved across the moon. And
1: Yeah, I mean, that, they are longer than like a solar eclipse. They last for hours as opposed to minutes. But mm. yeah, sometimes the moon doesn't fully go into the shadow, so it's over kind of a lot quicker. Um, but this is this is a pretty decent one. It's kind of going right through near the middle of that shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the last one that was last year, it was quite cloudy in Auckland, so it was mm. pretty kind of crap viewing conditions. Yes. Um, but, yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, we're actually going to get a clear sky here next week.
0: Uh, once again, what was the time of this one happening?
1: Uh, it's basically Tuesday night. But if anyone just kind of wants to see the best of it, you're looking at basically midnight uh, Tuesday night slash Wednesday morning. When
0: midnight. you say the best of it, won't it be totally eclipsed and you won't be able to see it? Or uh,
1: So that's when the moon will be kind of in the middle of the shadow. So that's when it's kind of kind of be at its reddest or at the peak of the eclipse. Yes. Um, yeah, it starts at like 10 o'clock, but it kind of, you don't really notice much kind of at the start. So yeah, if anyone just wants to see it at its reddest, it's about midnight.
0: Okay. All right. There we go. Hot tip. Now, China, uh, there's a, a great video on the Stardom's YouTube channel. Uh, it's like a highlight reel of um, China launching yeah, yeah. Uh, a new module for their space station.
1: Yeah, we had a, a few um, space station in news bits in the last few weeks. So yeah, China, have, basically they've just finished uh, their Tiangong space station, which they started out uh, just over a year ago. Um, So, yeah, third and final module they sent up last night, it's already docked, Uh, you know, unraveled its solar panels, started charging, and they're basically finished, which is really amazing to do that in just under a year. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, we've now got two fully, you know, manned and operated um, space stations in space above the Earth at the moment.
0: It's uh, it's one of those things where you watch the video and you see the rocket, you know, like drop parts and shoot parts off and the Mm. space station fly, you know, the little module flying out into space. And I always just, my mind boggles at their aim. I'm like, how do they, how do they get it right? How do they make the module actually meet up with the space station?
1: Oh, yeah. And it's, it's incredible precision and it's a huge amount of like math and, you know, literal rocket science. Yes. But yeah, I mean, a lot of these rockets, the precision with launching things is actually done nowadays with a lot of AI and computers. Mm. Um, You know, back in the space age, this was like chalk drawn, you know, math on a blackboard. Yeah. Um, But nowadays, rockets are really autonomous, so Mm. they kind of do everything by themselves. They need kind of very little human interaction with them, Um, and it's yeah, just a lot of calculations on board, and they just. Do it all themselves,
0: basically, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's it's a great video. Uh, go to the Stardom's YouTube channel if you just want to see like a two-minute highlight reel. Now, uh, Russia have backtracked on pulling out of the ISS.
1: Yeah, kind of in the same week that China's finished their space station. Um, yeah, Russia kind of uh, they didn't announce, but they kind of quietly admitted that. Um, yeah, they're not going to be pulling out of the space station kind of like they threatened, mm. um, and have said that, yeah, they're going to be there until at least 2027, 20, so yes, another, you know, five, five-ish years, um, which was kind of the initial plan. So, and, and, you know, that bodes well for everyone who's actually up there at the moment, and, mm-hmm. you know, both space agencies. Um, but, yeah, it's I think it's kind of interesting because obviously there is, you know, politics involved in space, but... You know, the space station was designed so that, you know, neither America or Russia could just leave. You know, it was designed so that they both kind of had to rely on each other. Mm. Um, and it's it's working as intended. So, yeah, neither of them can kind of just gap it. They have to actually, you know, carry on and oh, on, right. on as they have. Yeah.
0: Well, that's kind of good news. Good to see a little bit of international cooperation happening at some level.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's obviously a lot of problems down here. But, yeah, mm. it's one of those long-lasting relationships that's Kind of been there since the space age, so mm-hmm. yeah, keeps going.
0: Do you have any idea of the projects that they'll try and complete in that time frame?
1: Well, there's a lot of science that they're doing towards the Artemis mission, so that um, you know, sending people to the moon. A lot of the you know effects of people going to the moon for long durations, they're still testing all of that up in the ISS, mm-hmm. um, and they're also planning for those you know eventual Mars missions, you know, into the 2030s. Um, so that's probably going to be the biggest focus because, yeah, I think realistically the same way that we, you know, we had a race to the moon in the sixties and seventies, there is eventually going to be a race to Mars, um, you know, probably with China and the United States and maybe private companies. Yes. And that's probably going to be into the 2030s. So that's probably the biggest focus in the next decade.
0: Nice one. Now, Josh from the Stardome, what's happening at the Stardome?
1: Uh, well, we have a we've got a new show actually, which is called Birth of Planet Earth. Uh, it's, yeah, brand new show. It was just um, just made it. Super visual, It's really cool kind of, you know, explaining how Earth was formed, where it came from, all that stuff. Uh, and that is starting tonight, actually. So that'll be airing um, for the rest of the year, which is, yeah, we don't often get new shows, which is pretty nice.
0: Excellent, mate. All right. Hey, well, thank you very much for chatting to us this evening, and we'll look forward to speaking with you next time.
1: All right. I'll speak to you in a few weeks. Okay. Bye. All right. Ka there. Control, we are docked.
0: That was spaced out on 95 BFM thanks to the Stardome Observatory and
1: Planetarium.